For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton, and this is a turning point. Today, conflict resolution. That we're living in fraught times is hardly a secret. Not enough people are focused on dialogue that might lead to better understanding between disparate factions because we are all operating on the belief that our way is the only way. Somewhere along the line, particularly with the extreme factions that make up the far ends of every ideology, compromise has become a dirty word. Our country has a long history of cycles of disagreement that led to conflict, but were ultimately resolved by cooler heads who had more interest in fixing the problem than fixing the blame. Comedy is hard to find. We're as mean to each other as we are suspicious. To stay this course means less listening, more yelling, more threats, more unrest, and sooner or later, a violent incident that the sane among us will all regret. We're a long way gone down the road we're on, and I'm not sure we can find a way to bring ourselves together and heal, but I know it's worth a try. It doesn't have to be this way. I recently went to the monthly meeting of our Democratic Club and was happy to see a few Republicans also in attendance. The meetings are open to the public, and the club encourages everyone, regardless of politics, to come. Dates, times, and topics always appear in the local newspaper, and this time, some Republicans showed up. Good for them. The programs are reliably interesting, and this one was no exception. The guest speaker, Mark Meyer, who is the Director of Operations at the National Conflict Resolution Center, had some practical advice for anyone who wants to turn the temperature down and re-engage in meaningful conversation that yields actionable results. As if to prove his point about the effectiveness of two-way communication, Mark, a Democrat, brought his Republican father to the meeting. I considered it an act of faith. San Diego spawned the internationally recognized conflict resolution organization, and from the website ncrconline.com, we learned that, quote, the National Conflict Resolution Center was founded in 83 by the University of San Diego Law Center and the San Diego County Bar Association. With 40 years of experience and over 20,000 cases managed, NCRC is recognized as an international leader in mediation instruction and conflict resolution, unquote. I thought their top 10 tips for managing conflict were pretty good. Number one, try to be thoughtful rather than trying to prove you're right. Number two, acknowledge you have a right to your feelings and that it's okay for you to be upset. By doing so, you'll be able to move through your emotions better. Then you'll be able to accept the other person's reactions. Number three, let go of believing that you own the only truth about the situation. Four, recognize that ignoring or attacking the other person rarely gets what you need. Number five, do what you can to really listen to the other person. As much as possible, show genuine curiosity about what led them to their opinion of the situation. Six, ask yourself, how can I say what I want to tell them in a way that they'll be able to hear it? Number seven, know this, almost all conflicts have their basis in an underlying need not being met. Maybe it's respect, acknowledgement, acceptance, or fairness. The more you can communicate your needs instead of your complaints, the better off you will be. Number eight, take time before you talk. It is hard to communicate clearly when one is angry. 
Number nine, don't be afraid to acknowledge responsibility for any mistakes that you might have made. Also, acknowledge what the other person is right about. These gestures go a long way to build momentum toward moving forward. And finally, number 10, no matter what you are doing to de-escalate the situation, and no matter what the other person might be doing to escalate it, always come from a place of respect, understanding, and humility. Well, the stakes are high. We don't have anything to lose by trying, and we have so very much to lose if we don't. And to be clear, none of this is to say that you should ignore threats to life, property, or our democracy. We still have to know the difference between right and wrong, and we don't have to sit quietly by when evil presents itself as good, when hate and degradation present themselves as holiness or godliness, or when authoritarians try to steal our rights to a pluralistic, open society with a free press and the right to assemble and protest peacefully. It just means we have to try harder to listen and speak respectfully. Does any of this mean that I'll stop being snarky? No. That's a stylistic choice I make in my effort to inform, persuade, and entertain. But does it mean that I'm listening to deeply held opposing views more carefully? It does. For Progressive Voices, I'm John Sinton. Go to the on-demand section of ProgressiveVoices.com or the PV app and look for A Turning Point. Thanks for listening to the Progressive Voices Network, streaming the best in progressive talk 24-7. Keep the progressive conversation going on by joining our community. Each week, we send out an email that covers important things taking place in the Progressive Voices Network and throughout the progressive world. Be the first to know of upcoming shows, schedule changes, exclusive programming, and more. Simply go to ProgressiveVoices.com and sign up for our mailing list. It's that easy. ProgressiveVoices.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for joining the Progressive Voices community.